1498.3 FM studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your ringtone. <laughs> Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now, here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. And good morning and welcome to the final edition, the last episode for 2022 of Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg, and I think we've got a real good show lined up for you today. And uh, Ronnie's not with us. He had to go down to uh, Columbia, wherever Blythewood is, for the uh, the Burns game. So he's not here for us, uh, for us to uh, make fun of for finishing dead last <laughs> in the point standings. But uh, we got the rest of the boys here in a real good show, uh, and we're going to do something We've never done before. Very special at uh, during Allen's segment at ten uh, forty. We're going to award the Nelson Crozier Cup, and I've got it right here in a box, and nobody's seen it but me and the guy that built it, and it's a it's a beauty. So we'll uh, we'll award that and get a picture of it, and uh, get Lanny to put it out there on the website. But um, we uh, endured the. Uh, Remnants of uh, Nicole as she came through and dumped a whole lot of rain and and limbs all over my yard and everything. So uh, that's over with. The sun's peeking out and it looks like uh, looks like it's going to be a good day, but it's going to get cold. How you doing, Greg? Doing good, Perry. Like I say, it just uh, had some pretty unusual weather. I was looking at my barometer. I've always got a habit of that, and uh, whatever they said it was, tropical storm or whatever the eye or whatever. We did have a big pressure drop and uh anybody can kind of feel those things but uh, it's gonna be pretty today and just looking forward to the show i think we're gonna have a great show and were you able to get us a guest well uh we got a pretty good one i think he he normally ends the show and he's gonna do it today we have mr mike helton nascar so mike does our first show and our last show every year and we're proud that he does and he uh we can we can beat up on him a little bit about what he he thinks it. Don't beat know. up on him too bad. No, we, no, we're not going to beat up on him much. But uh, but we don't it, ever pull any punches. We ask him what we want to, yeah. and he answers it. Yeah, he does, and, and and he really the good thing about Mike they they do want people's opinion, and 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 they really do more so than than maybe they did in the past, but. But uh, yeah, we got we got a good show lined up, and we're also going to honor the veterans. Our Veterans Day show yesterday being Veterans Day, and at, uh, when Mike's done at eleven four uh, eleven twenty, we're going to uh, play the interview that I did with Bud Moore. I guess it was like two thousand fifteen when he talked about uh, he and the Jeep driver capturing the uh, the German headquarters with the twenty five uh, officers officers and 
I think it was five officers and 25 soldiers, something like that. Oh, it was a, it, just two guys that did that. And it's a, it's a pretty remarkable story. And I love to hear Bud tell it. And, uh, we will do that at 1120. And, um, so, uh, speaking of the Nelson Crozier cup, the winner champion for the fifth year of, uh, you know, I'm doing this retrospectively. In other words, you know, they talk about the, they'll have the, whatever 500 and they'll say the 43rd annual and it's only been one so yeah. that's what i'm doing with the nelson crozier cup you actually are the fifth winner and of course i'm talking to alan hill um but we got a beautiful cup here i can't wait for you guys to see it with all the winners names on it and uh um congratulations alan and how you doing this morning doing good perry and uh got a little bit of local racing gonna try to happen this evening so uh stay tuned to that and i'll give you updates on Travers Rest Speedway going to try to have a, a race. Well, I think they're going to have good weather. I believe all of this is blowing out, and it looks like the sun's trying to peek through right now. Hope so. And uh like thinking boys over at Travers Rest. Uh, everybody knows this is getting late in the season. Not too much <coughs> racing going on. And uh, But uh hate that. But the next three or next two weekends is going to be a little bit of local racing. Well, you can tell us about that. And I know... Uh, um, NASCAR wrapped everything up last week, which is why we have Mike Helton on. And I mean, it, it couldn't have ended in a more more bizarre fashion with uh, all the hell they gave Ty Gibbs the week before for crashing his teammate out of the out of the race at Martinsville, and just so he could win the grandfather clock and and uh, knocking his teammate out of the final four, and then. Uh, all of the Gibbs uh, personnel and family, you know, not so much defending Ty Gibbs, but just explaining that he made a mistake and he's young and forgive him and all that stuff. But who in the world would have thought when he won the championship last Saturday, got his picture made up there with the Gibbs, uh, with his mother and his father, his father being Coy Gibbs, that when Coy went to sleep that night, he wasn't going to wake up. And that's that's just un. un- believable yes it is uh hate to hear that for the gibbs family you know uh we've been giving them a little bit of a hard time because of how aggressive that boy was yep. but uh you look at that grandfather clock it might make you want to do something like it <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know i hadn't i hadn't got to see this trophy yet but i mean uh sometimes it just uh makes you want to do stuff oh you'd knock somebody out of the way for this <laughs> yeah. wait do you see this thing it's it's you you definitely get aggressive to, to win this um but no uh, it, you know it was just unthinkable that that happened and uh it just tells you how fragile life is greg you know the uh jd gibbs uh, he was he died in 2019 of uh it wasn't covid but he died he had some some condition and he um he was 49 years old so coy gibbs last week dies and he was 49 years old so that's both of uh i don't really know how many how many children joe gibbs has but that's two sons that both passed away at 49 i I don't know if jd was unexpected but i know the one last week was and that's just that's just hard to imagine something like that happening yeah it's unbelievable and you can't help but your hearts go out for their family and everything and uh you know winning a championship and losing your daddy and uh unexpectedly at a very young age but uh but yeah uh, 
you know, the Gibbs boy, he drives the car good and he's aggressive and this, that. Sometimes maybe a little, little aggressive, but uh, you'd better, it's better off to have one that's aggressive than, than ain't. So, uh, to put it pretty kind of simple, so uh, all he needs to do is just detune a little bit because he's certainly a heck of a race driver. Yeah. Uh, Everybody was saying that about Ross Chastain. Yeah. Think about that. I mean, we was all talking about Ross Chastain, how aggressive he was, and he admitted he made some mistakes through the year, and uh, but it still got him in the final four. Yeah, it did. You know, there's a note pasted on the window back here. Did you see it? But behind Greg, it said, "Where is the third headset?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're operating with only. Uh, in fact, I guess we've only got one because I bring my own. Yes, that fresh out of uh, Marconi's. Uh, museum these these things are, i used these in 1970 when i was in journalism school at carolina but i don't know actually we've only got one and alan's got them and greg's flying without it but you know with greg not having a having headphones it's we can see that gorgeous head of gray hair yeah <laughs> a lot of gray hair well i tell you what alan you want to uh, Maybe give us just a taste of what you got. And I'm going to get a special guest on the phone. I'm going to call Natalie at Applebee's and uh, give her her five minutes of fame every year. And uh, if you can touch on a little something there while I get her on the phone, I'd appreciate it. All right. Everybody knows that Jonathan Davenport been having a, a oh, I say, an unforgettable season this year. He went to the dirt tracks up there at Charlotte. Uh, everybody knows this is the world finals up there for the world of outlaws. Jonathan Davenport. You know, he kind of mixes it up, goes from different series. He'll go from the Lucas Oil series over to the World of Outlaws, and then he might go over to the XR series. But uh, wherever this man has went this year, he has uh, pretty much uh, dominated the season in a way. He won the million dollars at Eldora. Uh, went to World Track at, at uh, World Dirt Track at Charlotte and uh, just showed out again. Went to the high side up there and started about fifth or sixth and come to the front so uh like i say the man's on a roll this year and uh got some more updates about him uh, a little bit later on in my segment well let me turn my mic on i'll sound a lot better <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah we'll uh, get to you uh, a little bit later with more but in the meantime i want to bring on uh our old friend the beautiful uh lady that takes care of us so well at applebee's every week that i always uh mention at the end of the show natalie how you doing natalie i'm doing well how are you guys we're doing great can't wait to come see you in about two hours what's uh are you already uh already there yep i'm already here (laughs) and i'll be ready when you guys come i know you always are natalie takes such good care of us and uh I tell you, she's not only a treat for the eyes, but she waits on us uh, and gets us our food and our take-home orders and, and, and straightens me out when I do something wrong. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I don't want to cross her anymore. So uh, Natalie's, a, Natalie's a great great asset to Applebee's. How long have you been there, Natalie? Um, five years now, and I've waited on you guys for almost all those years now. And so... It's been great experience, and I always appreciate you guys coming out and recognizing me every week, and I really appreciate you for that. Well, we appreciate you, uh, too, and uh, Alan. Alan's never met you. He's here, but uh, I know Greg uh, 
Greg is as fond of you as I am. And, uh, Greg, what's your thoughts about Natalie? Well, she's always been a, a real big supporter of the show. And she takes care of not just us, but all the customers that, that, that come in Applebee's. And, uh, like I say, she keeps us straight. And I think she listened to the show some, uh, or at least I hope you do, Natalie. And, and of course wait, I do. Of wait, course I do. Especially the ending part. That's always the best part. <laughs> it is the best part. It, and, uh, it, it, it is because we usually get hungry about that time because man, man, Perry over the years would get about 1130. Uh, our summits goes growling a little bit. And, and but y'all have good product and you are certainly, uh, uh, one of the best as far as serving people and she's just the best yes she is the best no 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 doubt about it and and i'm always uh asking for more napkins and i'm always asking for more of this <laughs> and too many drinks and i'm supposed to be drinking but anyway uh well i'm driving you i'm your chauffeur i'm your uh valet yeah always always well, natalie you uh you say you've been there five years well this is the end of the fifth year of us doing the show so i guess we all started about the same time yeah, I know. It went by fast, though. Yeah. Goodness. Oh, it <laughs> really did. And you, um, of course, you t- say you listen to the show. I-, I know you would be difficult f- for you to listen to it live, but, you know, you can you can pull up our podcast, and I think... Uh, I was going to say, that's how I've listened to it before, is pulling it up Yeah, and on your website. Well, this is going to be the... I think this is the 184th show. And uh, wow. this, this is going to end wow. it for... Uh, for uh three months you know we, we take three months off we don't do the show when there's no racing uh i mean it's been offered to us to you know to continue doing the show but we really we don't want to everyone wants a <laughs> summer vacation yeah <laughs> yes yeah, it's our holidays and we'll be back in time for daytona on um on valentine's day so what does natalie do when she's not at applebee's because uh that's the only place i ever see you but i know you must have a life what do you do? What do you like to do, Natalie? Um, I like to hang out with my dog and take him out. And I'm a very big family person. And I love to see my family a lot. Um, sometimes I like to go shopping. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I do some shopping. And <laughs> we all do. Uh, yeah, I definitely like, um, I don't know. I like to go to parks and stuff like that. We are real. Walk around through my neighborhood. We're real big into dogs on this show. In fact, we almost walk, work them into every show. What kind of dog do you have, and what's its name? Uh, the Shih Tzu, and his name is Buddy. Buddy. Good name for a dog. Come here, Buddy. Well, you, you that know, is a good name. Well, you know, that, that's that's weird it's because easy. my dog's name's Odie, but I call him Buddy all the time. Come here, Buddy. Buddy bit me. I mean, Odie <laughs> took a snap at me last night. He was under the table, and I... And I around the house i wear socks you know and i was just rubbing mm-hmm. his back with my feet did you change his handle on him or something no but he was asleep and i do this all the time and uh boy he turned around and snapped at me and it was close i'm sitting there trying it's to watch the, the small ones with, yeah well he's a he's a he's about 40 35 38 pound cocker spaniel and oh, uh it's not bad. yeah but he's a uh, he doesn't you know he's never done that before so, yeah, he is. It, he's had a, a a real trouble, a real problem with eating paper, and so if you uh, you, you got to keep. Uh, I don't know. When I was raising my kids, my wife and I, you know, we had to keep things out of the reach. 
you know, dangerous things, objects from the kids when they were growing up and, and uh, put things over the electrical outlet so they wouldn't stick a bobby pin in there or anything like that. And that's what you got to do with Odie because uh, you got to keep the paper where he can't reach it, and he will try to reach it. He loves paper towels and toilet paper. Would he get hey, Perry? Would, would, would he grab hold of the roll and, and like take off with it? Yeah, he will. They'll run off with it. But uh, sounds like uh, sounds like Natalie's got some early customers there. Yeah, I was about to say I'm so sorry. I just had some people trying to get inside. I just closed the door, though. I didn't realize someone had already unlocked the door on the side to let someone in. Oh, well, I'm so sorry about that. Well, that's okay. Just don't let them take our table. No, of course, and I have your table saved always. Even if I have to kick someone out, I don't mind. There always, you. and I'm just well, that's, that's the, you can't that's, ask for better than that. Can't but ask for Natalie's better than got a good radio voice, doesn't yes, she? Natalie could have a spot on this show anytime. But she, Natalie, we're going to let you go so we can move on and uh, get the rest of the show done and hurry up and get down to Applebee's and uh, have you take care of us. Hey guys, it was great talking to you, and I can't wait to see you. You're coming later, right? Oh yeah. Yep. Of course. We will All be right. there. Well, I'll make sure when I see your car, I'll have your stuff ready. Thank you. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for having me on, guys. Okay. Cool. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Natalie. Thanks for coming on. And uh, uh, see you in a little bit. Tell everyone I said hello. Sure see will. See you guys later. All right. Bye-bye. And that's Natalie from Applebee's. All right. Let's take a break. I'm about a minute behind there, and we'll get Deb on the on the phone and find out about her thoughts on the championship and the weird ending for uh, the season you're listening to start your engines on fox sports spartanburg start your engines we'll be back after this quick pit stop on fox sports 1498.3 fm big selection all great better deals come and get it at impex pre-owned on Asheville highway no payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at impex pre-owned come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today ask about our first time buyers program hurry on over to impex pre-owned 8989 Asheville highway in boiling springs we can get you driving no matter what The attorneys at Carolina Law Group are your local injury attorneys. They will always fight for you and aren't scared of the big insurance companies. The best part about Carolina Law Group is that they are local, located here in Spartanburg. And when you call Carolina Law Group, you will always speak with an attorney like Nahar Patel, who was recently voted as best injury attorney in the upstate, or attorneys Matthew Whitehead and Mitchell Bird, who were finalists for best trial attorney. The Carolina Law Group is aggressive and loyal and will fight for you. Call today, 864-757-5555, or visit thecarolinalawgroup.com. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like R.J. Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel, located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. <laughs> 
Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt, whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave, across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. is trackside and ready to go. What's going on at this week's big race? Now let's go live to death. Good morning, Deb. How are you doing? Oh, good morning. Fine, thank you. Well, I know you're not, I know you're not trackside, but we're, we're glad to have you. And uh, I just want to start out by saying thank you for all that you've done for us on this show this year. And you're just, you're the best. We love you. Well, thank you. Right back at you. I've enjoyed it tremendously, and I'm looking forward to another 2023 with y'all. Well, that's great. As long as we do 2023, you'll be with us. (laughs) (laughs) And I think we will. Well, that's positive energy there. You know, that's positive energy, putting it out there. Absolutely. Well, Deb, I mean, the season's over, and uh, there's a couple of Formula One races left, but the Season is yeah, the over. NHRA finales this weekend, too. Oh, okay. See, you guys, Alan keeps up with that. I, I'm not much on the NHRA, but as far as NASCAR goes, and uh, I mean, you could not have a much more strange ending than last week with the situation with uh, the Gibbs family and sort of sort of put a damper on things. And, uh, you know, I thought it did. Uh, it did for me personally. And, I, you know, and I'm not a Gibbs fan at all, but just what a... What a strange ending. It really did. And I was talking to a fellow journalist yesterday, and we both agreed that we're both still in a funk uh, over what happened last weekend. We just were so excited about the championship and going into the season finale, and then you get to the track and you find out that Daniel Hemrick's going in for uh, tie and Ty's had to go home for a, a family emergency. And then the next thing we know is there there's rumors all around that it's coy. And then the, uh, Joe Gibbs Racing uh, puts out a statement regarding coy passing in his sleep. So it really put a damper over everything, yeah. you know. And I, it, it's made me think a lot about something that I really had not thought about it. I knew that my grandfather Williams died of a massive stroke at age 49, which is what age Coy was, and strangely was the same age that J.D., his older brother, was when we lost J.D. in 2019. And then I got thinking about Ty being 20 years old, and I figured up that my dad was shy, four months shy of his 20th birthday when he lost his dad. Mm. So, and and Ty has got three younger siblings um, that are each two years apart. So it's just a tragedy 
for everybody, and it's tough losing a parent. I don't care what age you are. It's tough losing a parent. Yeah. But and, does Joe um, Gibbs have any other children? No, just J.D. and Coy. Mm. So he's lost, he and Pat have lost both of their children now, <laughs> both at age 49. Yeah, that's just that's unimaginable. Uh, you know, and, and the thing that really, really kind of haunting is the picture that I saw online of uh, – it's Coy Gibbs and I guess his wife, uh, Ty Gibbs. And I don't know who the fourth person was there. I don't know if it was the crew chief or Joe Gibbs, but it was dark. And I think they're like standing on the finish line or on the track and they've got the trophy there. And the caption for the photo, and it might have been, I don't know, it was a respectable website, but it was like uh, that it possibly could be the last, you know, picture of uh, Coy Gibbs alive. And, uh, you know, it was a matter of hours before he passed away. And it's a, being that it's so dark and everything, and at night after the race, it's just a haunting photograph. And just uh, yeah, I saw the photo of it, Coy and his wife and and Ty standing with the Xfinity Series trophy. Wasn't there another dark. person on the right? I didn't see another person, but it, it could have been just the photo that I was okay. looking at. Yeah, because where I saw it, there was a tweet that said it's hard to imagine. This was just a few hours ago. Yeah. And, you know, it was less than less than 12 hours. Yeah. So it's, um, it's just hard to comprehend, hard to believe, and I just feel so sorry for all of them. I knew, I didn't know Coy as well as I knew J.D. Yeah. Um, but. Um, Look, Coy it, was a, li- was so he sad. not a, he was a linebacker for Stanford. Um, you know, he, like he did college he, he did football. Play, well, yeah, they both played college football, and that was actually the concussions that JD suffered in college. His college days, uh, it came out that that was what led to his degenerative neurological disease. Oh, that I didn't know that. Life. Yes, mm. yeah, that um, that came out that uh, the concussions that he suffered when he played college football. Uh, were the results, or that was the what prompted or caused the the degenerative neurological disease that that JD had, yeah. and um, Coy drove. Yeah. He drove. Uh, you know, he raced, and well, he had a, um, he had a, a pretty famous incident years and years and years ago. Was it like two thousand two or four or something with Kevin Harvick, and uh, ended up Harvick got parked for a while for. We're taking him out. Is that not correct? In a truck race? I don't know. It might have been 2004 because I that was my first year that I worked for Penske, and I don't remember it. Okay. And I didn't if remember. If I write something or cover something, I normally remember it, and I don't remember that. Yeah, I read it. I mean, I, I sort of remembered it, but the, what it said was, uh, I think it was a truck race at Martinsville, and Coy Gibbs was pretty close to winning it, and Harvick took him out, and uh, I think they sat Harvick out for the for the last three races or something. But anyway, it was just a tragic. That probably, came, yeah, that probably came up when um, Bubba got suspended. Yeah, uh, because I know people were talking about when Kevin got suspended. So, well, well Deb, they did oh, run a, what it was. They did they did run a couple of races last week and uh, uh, out at Phoenix. They, we already covered the truck race last week, but the. As we said, Ty Gibbs did win the championship, and he drove cleanly there to uh, as the Xfinity championship. 
and a really tough race. And I really think if Noah Cragson could have gotten close enough to him, he would have he'd have done something. He'd have hit him or moved him, or he would have definitely done what it took to win the race. And uh, he couldn't quite get there. Nobody could get there. No, they couldn't. And I thought that was very. It kind of carried over to the next day because, and I say that regarding horsepower. When you look at the horsepower that Toyota had given Ty Gibbs in that car, and Noah Gregson's engines came from uh, Hendrick, and he simply did not have the horsepower to match. None none of the junior motorsports Xfinity cars had the horsepower to match that Toyota. And knowing how... Doug Yates is, just like his father, Robert, in working all hours of the night and all to make sure he's gotten every bit of horsepower possible out of that engine, uh, particularly at the season finale in Daytona and Talladega. When I saw how Joy Logano's horsepower was in there, and I knew Chastain has a Hendrick engine, and I thought, man, there's no way he's going to have the horsepower to even catch Logano. So, uh, but what I thought was nice and really shows the motorsports community in that you may go out and wreck somebody to win a race, but, or at least move them out of the way. Noah Gregson, and I don't know if you caught it, but he went into Victory Lane and congratulated Ty and shook his hand. I, I heard that he softened up a little bit, but I didn't. Uh, I didn't know he did that, and uh, mm-hmm. I guess that's. Uh, I that guess, was in the post race coverage. Yeah, that was uh, the right thing to do. No question about it, because he is uh, all week long. He was he was pretty pretty harsh on him, but uh, anyway, and that was before the fact. Uh, naturally, hours before Coy Gibbs passed away, so it was good that Noah did that and didn't let uh, the passing of. Ty Gibbs' father, you, you know, urge him yeah. uh, or, or, or promote that <clears throat> that he, you know, sort of bury the hatchet. So, and we yeah. also had a uh, a cup race, and you and Alan, uh, Alan on a hot streak of picking winners, but both of you guys picked uh, uh, Logano to win, and uh, my guy got taken out by uh, the watermelon man. But I, no, I, he didn't get taken out. Well, he did, but it was I, no. I, you didn't let me Chase did it to himself. You didn't let me finish, Deb. <laughs> he was he got taken out, but it was I think it was his own doing. I mean, he definitely mm-hmm. moved down on him, and uh, uh, I I don't like the term one of them racing deals, but it's, that's pretty much what it was. I mean, everybody yeah. like they they dive to the inside, uh, you know, on that that flat part down there, and it was. Man, they barely missed the end of that pit wall all the time, and uh, or that wall. It's not a pit wall, I, I don't guess, but it's uh, no, it's it, not. It's very. I mean, it looks cool as heck on television and in person, I'm sure. But uh, mm-hmm. something like that's bound to happen, and it happened to uh, a contender. And I don't think Elliot has a leg to stand on if he's upset about it. No, and, and you're right. I mean. Chastain held his line. He didn't cut up into Chase. Chase was uh, cutting down, and he just cut across the nose of, of Chastain's car. But, the you know, that was where his spotter, I don't know, who, I can't remember who spots for Chase, 
but you know where the spotter is he shouldn't have cleared chase um you know so but heck you know what can i say about the spotters i think they all froze on the spotter stand at martinsville because Kislowski <laughs> didn't know that chastain was coming up behind him and neither did denny hamlin so i think when all the spotters saw what chastain was doing at martinsville they all kind of froze well, but you know it's almost i mean i know i couldn't do any better good grief but that stuff is just split second i mean oh it is it really is and what I find interesting is how the spotters have changed over the years. A lot of your spotters, if they're not spotters who have been doing the job for 15 or 20 years, they're either former race car drivers or they're drivers that still run late models. Because Robert Presley's son, Coleman, who raced late models, is... Um, uh, Joy Logano's spotter, and Brandon McReynolds, who's won in late models and ARCA, is Ross Chastain's spotter. So I find it interesting how many have either drivers or former drivers as their spotters now, and with the exception of people like TJ Majors and some of those who have been spotters for 15, 20 years, you know, they're still there. They're, they're so good. But your new spotters coming along, if you haven't driven a race car, you're probably not going to get that job. Well, Deb, uh, this is Alan. Uh, the way I look at it is Chase knew he was there because he kept on cutting down on him. Well, that's an interesting thought. I mean, you can only push a man so far, and whenever they start getting that – you never did see a car get that lower on the racetrack as them two were to start with there. So, I mean, he knew he was there. Everybody says, well, uh, my driver says I can hear the other man's motor when it's right beside me. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, that, that's a, that's a deal there of uh, Chase knew he was there. I ain't going to cut him a break. And Ch- Ross said, I'm, I'm going to stay here. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's an excellent point. Excellent point. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I saw a, an attitude change in Chase this year. Yes. When we would interview him towards the end of the season, I saw so much of his daddy in him from 1985. Um, and I don't know. Is it I, a cooperation thing? I mean, is he getting harder to talk to or? Or more aloof, or I mean, how how well, do you mean that? Well, it's not that? hard for me. It's not hard for me because I dealt with his daddy in 1985. Um, he's kind of got like a little bit like Earnhardt was. That if if he respects you and respects your questions, he'll give you a good answer. But if he doesn't have much use for you, he won't. He's He's got, like his daddy was, where if you ask him a yes or no question, he's going to give you a yes or no answer. Well, And um, it's, it's, uh, I think it may have, you know, I don't know, because he doesn't live here in the Charlotte area. He still lives in Dawsonville. So I don't know what I was going with him, on with him outside racing. I have no clue. Or his family. I saw Bill and Cindy one time at Daytona in August, and um, it, it just seems like when when a lot of of the outside sponsor 
responsibilities and a lot of demands from outside the race car started coming to Bill, Bill just kind of shut down. And, you know, the big difference is Chase isn't having to work on the car like Bill did because Bill did all of his chassis setups. And Ernie built the engines and Dan did the gears and they were exhausted. I mean, when they got to the racetrack, sometimes they hadn't slept. They'd worked for 24, 48 hours. And um, Bill didn't like having everybody tug at him this way and that way and give me this and give me that. It's, it's a lot of things that goes on with a driver when they get successful and they don't know who's being nice to them because they want something or who's being nice to them because they like something. And you kind of build a wall up and, and shut down. Yeah. And, you know, I I discovered it when I went from United Press International to working on the Sunbelt video TV show Inside NASCAR to back to being the editor of Scene. And I found out the people I thought were my friends turned out to be business associates, and the people I thought were business associates turned out to be my friends. Hmm. And you don't know who's being nice to you because of what you can quote-unquote do for them and uh, you become very guarded i should say yeah and i i guess that's the best way to describe i have seen chase in in the latter part of this year say the last two months become guarded like his daddy was in 1985 yeah Deb, can you stay over a little bit? Because we're gonna sure. we're gonna take a break, and I want you to be here when we award the trophy to Alan, because you uh, you invented the point system and uh, and and administered it and did a, such a great job, and you're such a huge part of this show. In fact, I know of at least one listener that you're the only party listens to. Uh, oh well, that's sweet. <laughs> name, I appreciate that. His name his name's Daredevil. So. Uh, Daredevil. Oh, I like that. He's, I've been told I'm that. Well, he's your biggest <laughs> fan, I can tell you that, around no, here. No, no, I'm our Thanks. biggest fan. Okay. <laughs> well, Deb, we're going to put you, uh, 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 I'm not even going to put you on hold. I'm just going to do a commercial break and come back to you after, after this, and uh, we'll let Alan do his thing, and then we'll award the trophy. That sounds great. All right. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Ricky's Drive-In West and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway are your go-to stops for chili dogs, cheeseburgers, and so much more. Right now, all combos are just $6, and all kids' meals are just $3. And it's easier than ever to take advantage of these deals with their convenient drive through Do you have a big appetite or several mouths to feed? Ask for the drive through special. Ten hot dogs, a large fry, and a gallon of tea for just $22.99. Ricky's Drive-In West on Blackstock Road and Little Rick's East on Asheville Highway. The drive through is open. If you're riding around in your car listening to a game and your car radio sounds like this and you want it to sound like this There's the pass to Leitner Puts it up Then you need to visit Elite Audio on Asheville Highway Elite Audio sells and installs premium audio systems for your vehicle Car stereo speakers, DVD players, navigation systems and so much more So stop riding around listening to busted speakers and subpar audio quality and visit Elite Audio today online at EliteAudioOnline.com Elite Audio, 1504 Asheville Highway You dream it, we build it Visit our website at SpartanburgSportsRadio.com Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM WSPG Spartanburg 
From tuition and books to room and board, college can get expensive. But if you serve in the U.S. Army, you can earn your tuition and get a degree without student debt. Plus, soldiers can earn up to $50,000 in bonuses and other valuable benefits, like real-world experience and training for whatever lies ahead. To find out more, go to GoArmy.com. Call your local recruiting station at 864-576-2805 or visit in person at the Westgate Mall next to the food court. Paid for by the U.S. Army. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Prenex on Highway 9 in Bowling Springs is your one-stop shop for all your business branding needs. Whether you need logos, business cards, brochures, or banners, Prenex is the place to look. Prenex offers a large variety of professional printing for your business and everyday needs. Need invitations for special events? Call Prenex and get them done right. Copies, a notary, or need to send a fax? Yep, Prenex does that too. Prenex, 2510 Bowling Springs Road, Site B, providing quality customer service for whatever you need. Call them today, 599-7000. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting spartan-waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community where they work and live clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman, lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube, Asheville Highway in Inman. It's a beautiful day for the beach, or an afternoon hike, or perfecting your three-pointer at the park. Where you're spending your day may be up for debate, but stopping for an icy treat at McDonald's is not. Now try new Frozen Coke and Frozen Fanta Wild Cherry or Blue Raspberry. Get any size for just $1.69. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Limited time only cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal. Coca-Cola and Fanta are registered trademarks of the Coca-Cola Company. And trouble is on the way with uh, Alan Hill. Alan, you got any local things to talk about? Well, we're going to move up the road to Charlotte up there. They wrapped up two weekends of racing up at the dirt track of Charlotte. Like I said a little bit earlier, Jonathan Davenport, one to $25,000 up there. That's pushing him close to the $2 million mark. Uh, also, a local driver, Chris Madden, runs second. Uh, third was Dennis Erb, Jr., with the third place with Dennis Herb, that made him the champion of the world of outlaws. That picked him up another $125,000 on top of what he had earned this year. And also, his crew chief, Heather Lynn, 
she was the first female crew chief as far as the National Dirt Racing Association. Mm-hmm. So uh, congratulations to her. Uh, you don't see many uh, women working on a dirt late model car, but uh, like I said, I'd, I'd like to went and seen that. Yeah. That's that pretty was, neat. Yep. Yes, it is. Also, Brad Sweet claimed his fourth. That's a uh, championship in the world of outlaw sprint cars, and uh, he drives for Team Casey Kane. So they picked up another $200,000 on top of that. Uh, the XR Series started out this weekend. These boys went from Charlotte, moved all the way to Las Vegas, to the dirt track of Las Vegas. And uh, last night, who else? Jonathan Davenport picked up another $20,000, uh, setting fast time, winning the heat race, leading all 40 laps there. This also will make him eligible for the... $80,000 bonus first prize tonight. You can watch this on www.xr race xr plus series uh, on your uh, computer. Uh, today, Travis Rest. Hopefully the sun's going to come out here and Travis Rest has put a, another race on their schedule since uh, most of our local tracks is off. Uh, on hand today will be the Thunder Bomber series, Great Sportsman, Extreme 4, Pure Stock, Thunder Bomber Futures, Ford Outlaw Division. That's your class, Perry. Yep. Also, the Blue Ridge Lake Models will be there. Uh, gates are going to open today at 3 p.m. Racing will start at 5.30. Stands is $20. Pits are 30 Also, next Sunday, November 20th, this is the annual Blue Gray 100. <coughs> Uh, this is a $12,000 to win, and by the time, probably by the time the race gets here, some more sponsors will ease this on up. Hopefully, it'll get it up to about $15,000. Uh, also on hand will be the 602 Late Models, Pure Stock Division, Thunder Bombers, Extreme 4. This is running in conjunction with the race that got rained out. as was the Mike Duval Memorial Race. So this will be uh, gates will open next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Uh, hot laps will begin at 1245. Everybody knows that Cherokee Speedway is not but about I'd probably say about 200 yards from the local church right up the street. So mm-hmm. they they agreed that they wouldn't start to race cars up till after church service. So that's a good thing. Uh, Pits is going to be $40. Stands is $30. And uh, then the last race of the year for uh, Cherokee Speedway is the annual four-cylinder nationals. That is Thanksgiving weekend. A uh, big two-day event over there with the big four-cylinders. They will probably have 140 four-cylinder cars from all over the country are there i don't see how they get them in there they uh, they'll get them in there perry these boys will be uh packed up have fires going come on over just sit out with them hang out with them drink a few beers and uh watch a lot of good racing that sounds good is that it that's pretty much all our local racing and it's been a heck of a year, and uh, I tell you, we really appreciate you bringing it to us. I know we have a lot of listeners, and I've said this before, and Deb, you can chime in anytime you want to now. He's done. But, uh, we, um, you know, he's I, – I would think Alan, since he's been on this show – well, he's been here the whole time we've had this show, but uh, his uh, – our listenership has just increased uh, so much with uh, – with Alan uh, doing the local results, and there's a whole lot of people. We got one guy that listens just for Deb, and we got a whole bunch of people that listen for Alan doing the local results. And Greg, I don't know if anybody listens for us, but uh, 
we've got a we got a pretty good listenership in Allen. We appreciate you bringing that to us every week because you know it. But you got to get the twenty five T back on the track. Uh, we working on trying to work out something right now. We're working. Uh, they coming out with a different class over at Cherokee Speedway, and uh, just uh, waiting to see how much uh, they're going to pay out. And, but I've done had another fella. He said, "Well, just how much is it going to make you be interested in coming back? How much does the payout need to be?" I think he'll make up the difference, and you know who that man is, Mister Wilson. Mister Wilson. <laughs> well. <laughs> Let's I will say one thing, Barry. Hurry up. There, there, there's one thing, no doubt about it. Deb Williams and Alan Hill, they are the draw to the show. Me and Perry are just here. I'll just push the buttons and try to keep it glued together. Well, let me do this right now. We're going to run out of time. This is the fifth year we've had our championship for uh, picking the – uh, the races each week and we have a lot of fun doing it and going back and forth and we've had different winners but uh i took it upon myself to uh to design this thing with the guy at larry's trophies and i want to thank them out there for putting this trophy together deb i'll take a picture of it and send it to you during uh, uh before the show's over but this is the trophy and uh alan this is for you this is for you and uh congratulations on the Winning the Nelson Crozier Cup. That's beautiful. And you keep that at First home. First time I've seen it. That's unreal. Well, nobody's seen it. <laughs> so, yes, uh, it is. What do you think of that, Dal? That's a real pretty picture of Nelson sitting right here in the middle of this thing. And uh, just kind of like I remember him whenever we was at, I was at uh, NASCAR working there. I remember Nelson walking around the pit road and in the garage area with him headsets on. And whenever all the, the teams, if they had a problem, Nelson was already – always there to help him out well he was such a he was such an asset to this show and uh there wasn't one person that could uh possibly have taken his place and and filled his shoes and that was deb williams and deb has done a fantastic job and deb i want you to see this thing and this is a this is a good reason right here just uh just to do the do the show another year because i want to i want to look at it and you know it's got the past winners on there I forgot who the first winner was because I had to go back and listen to the old shows. And it was uh, uh, Ronnie won the first year. And I had a cardboard crown from Burger King. And we, we awarded it to him. And uh, when he told me he wasn't going to be on the show today, I said, well, you still have the original crown. And he said, I don't know what happened to it. And I said, well, I don't know if you're worthy. If you can't take care of something you know, that, that special, I don't know if you can be trusted with this trophy if you ever win it again, but it's got a, it's got <laughs> Ronnie. It is beautiful, Deb, I tell you, it, 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 um, I'm kind of surprised at it. My name's not on it. Uh, Alan, hold that up, and I'm going to anyway. take a picture of it right now. Yeah, and take I'll a send picture it to of Deb, that. And uh, did I want to take a picture of it outside with, uh, next to the Fox, uh, our big Fox oh, yeah. sign. But, That's uh, a good idea. Yeah. I was going to say I miss I miss Nelson tremendously. I he was always so good to explain to me things and and tip me off on stories. And I have found myself on many occasions starting to pick up the phone to call Nelson and then realize that he's not there to call. And uh, I've had other people that were close to Nelson or friends with Nelson say the same thing in fact one friend and i were talking a few weeks ago how we miss nelson so he was a very very special individual and 
he had a lot of interesting stories to tell and was so intelligent. He and Alan Kowicki are the two most intelligent people I have ever known. I well, agree with you, Deb. I just sent you a picture of Alan holding the trophy. I'll do a better one later. Uh, but, yeah, Greg, uh, Greg introduced me to Nelson Crozier. I guess it was at Alex Beam's uh, Memory Lane Museum one year because I'd heard Nelson Crozier this and Nelson Crozier that, and I was like, i got to meet this guy eventually. And when I did, I mean, I was I was so impressed that uh, with his knowledge and his, his very handsome man, to be, uh, uh-huh. I mean, he was a whole. He looked, he looked about twenty years younger than he actually was. And everybody, I've never heard anybody say anything bad about Nelson Crozier. No. Mm, and and I just want to. This is kind of off the topic of Nelson, but I wanted to add something there that Alan was talking about when he was talking about the World Championships here at the dirt track at Charlotte. I always enjoy seeing the passion of the dirt track fans. When those world championships were here for four days, the camping area outside turns three and four at the Charlotte track was full. And when they start hot laps at four o'clock in the afternoon, the parking lot of the grassy field closest to the dirt track was already full. And the entire campground area down there around the drag strip was full. I always enjoy seeing the passion of the dirt track fans when they're here. And um, along kind of the short track local line there was an announcement that came out that uh, the mayor has signed off on the Nashville Fairgrounds approval that Bristol Motor Speedway's head put before them. So that's moving right along. It's got to go to the fair board and some other public hearings and approval. So you could see us racing at the Nashville Fairgrounds again in 2024, maybe. And um, the other thing is, just a crew chief change, uh, Brian Patty is leaving uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and going to KBM, and Mike Kelly is rejoining with uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. and becoming his crew chief. So I just wanted to get all that in there real quick. Okay. Kind of veered from Nelson, but those are things that I wanted to mention. Well, that's all right. That's uh, last... And the Christmas lights go up this week at Charlotte Motor Speedway, too. Or not this week, but this month. I think it's next weekend their Christmas light show starts and goes to January 8th. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, Alan, a couple of words of acceptance. And the trophy's beautiful. And, Alan, I'm glad to see what you finally look like. I mean, glad to, to see what you look like. Well, you were talking about a little bit earlier about the Charlotte places up there, uh, places to stay. I thought to myself, I said, well, if I wanted to go and plus the NHRA race up there, I said, I can always come. My wife looked at me. She said, you ain't got a place to stay. I said, I can sit. I can sleep in the front seat of my truck, honey. But I got a friend up there. I've got you, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can park your truck in Deb's driveway and, yeah, and sleep it. in it. Watch it, Hill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, look, we're coming up on the. Well, t- your wife could come with you. Yeah, I got two extra bed. I got two guest bedrooms. Well, that's for me and Greg. But uh, I tell you, no, we I'm talking for myself. We gotta we gotta get we gotta get ready to uh, uh, take our top of the hour break, which will start whether I like it or not in 29 seconds. Uh, Deb, thank you so much for being a part of the show this year, and and uh, we'll stay in touch during the off season. We love you. 
Thank you. It's always a pleasure. Love all y'all, too. And I'm going to miss you every Saturday morning. Well, call me. So. But it's not too early. Okay. All right. Okay. I- I'll call Thank you, you then. much. All right. We'll okay. be right back. Have at- a great holiday. Uh, thank you. And we'll be right back after these messages. And you are listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. The Blue Hose play here. Listen to Presbyterian College Athletics. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSBG Spartanburg. what you need to know. A short time ago, NFL Players Association President J.C. Treder issued a statement calling for the immediate replacement and ban of all silt turf, which is a type of synthetic turf that Treder says is associated with higher injury rates than all other types of surfaces. Treder says silt turf is used in the home stadiums of the Saints, Vikings, Bengals, Colts, Lions, Giants, and Jets. College football second-ranked Ohio State running back Davion Henderson and receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba will not play today at Indiana. Starting right tackle Dewan Jones is a game-time decision. NBA Friday night, Sacramento defeated the Lakers in L.A. 120-114. The Lakers now 2-10 and on a five-game losing streak. Baseball ESPN reporting Astros reliever Rafael Monteros agreed to a three-year $34 million extension. I'm Isaac Lowenkron. A few years back, when we were ready to reopen the station, the water pipes burst, putting thousands of dollars of equipment in danger. That was one stressful evening, but one phone call to Thomas McGuire and PuroClean, the paramedics of property damage, and our stress disappeared. PuroClean rolled in, took charge, and rescued the station from severe water damage. Since then, I've used PuroClean at my house. You should do the same. Whether you're faced with fire and smoke damage, a flooding basement, or need carpet or upholstery cleaning, do what I do. And that's called 285-3530 for PuroClean. Hey, this is Ryan Cleary. Join Anthony Greer, Alex Smith, and myself weekday afternoons for Open Mic, Spartanburg's longest-running radio show. Whether it's high school athletics, Carolina or Clemson, USC Upstate, the Braves, we've got opinions and we want to hear from you. Open Mic, 3 until 6 p.m. on Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, and of course the Fox Sports 1400 app. Providing for and protecting your loved ones is never more critical than when you aren't there to do so. Many people are under the impression that establishing a will is the first and last step to estate planning. That is why developing a formal estate plan can be one of the most important things you will ever do for them. A comprehensive estate plan can help you preserve and protect your wealth, control who receives your assets, and ensure that your wishes are carried out. Working with our estate planning experts, Trent Lancaster in the Spartanburg office of Janie Montgomery Scott can help you prepare an estate plan. Contact Trent today to discuss your estate planning needs by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Janie Montgomery Scott, LLC. Member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. Have you been in a car or motorcycle wreck or an accident involving an 18-wheeler? Have you been injured in a workplace accident? If any of these things happen to you, you need to call the Carolina Law Group today. The Carolina Law Group isn't afraid of the big insurance companies, and they will fight for you. Call today to speak with an attorney for a free consultation. In Spartanburg and Greer, call 757-5555. And in Greenville, call 312-4444. The Carolina Law Group attorneys are your local injury lawyers with four convenient locations to serve you in Spartanburg, Greenville, and Greer. Visit them online today at thecarolinalawgroup.com. From tuition and books to room and board, college can get expensive. 
But if you serve in the U.S. Army, you can earn your tuition and get a degree without student debt. Plus, soldiers can earn up to $50,000 in bonuses and other valuable benefits, like real-world experience and training for whatever lies ahead. To find out more, go to GoArmy.com. Call your local recruiting station at 864-576-2805 or visit in person at the Westgate Mall next to the food court. Paid for by the U.S. Army. Live from the Fox Sports 1498 3 FM studios in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Gentlemen, start your engine. <laughs> Impex Pre-Owned presents Start Your Engines. Find your next car, truck, or SUV at Impex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs and ImpexPreOwned.com. Here's your racing team for today. Show producer, Ronnie Black. Author and veteran motor sports journalist, Deb Williams. Local action from winning car builder and owner, Alan Hill. Former NASCAR team manager and author, Greg Moore. And now... Here's your host for Start Your Engines, racing historian and author, Perry Allen Wood. And welcome back to the second hour of Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Parkburg. And for the second time this year, it is my great pleasure to welcome to the show Mike Helton. Mike, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing well. How about you guys? We're doing great. Uh, I want to start out right off the bat by congratulating you for uh, uh, the landmark award you won to get yourself in the uh, NASCAR Hall of Fame. That's fantastic as an executive. Well, that's very kind of you. It's a little overwhelming for me to be. I'm I'm a lot better off celebrating other people's uh, recognitions, but um, it's a little humbling, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, you're very welcome, and uh, you're very deserving of it. And uh, um, I know you're a busy man, and we really appreciate appreciate you taking the time out to come on our show twice a year. Well, I'm glad to do it. It gives me an opportunity to kind of remember yeah. but why I, we do all this. When you get to talk to guys like you who reach out to the fans that are really at the heart and soul of what we do. But anyway, Mike, we're having a little bit of trouble hearing you. Uh, I know you're probably on your cell phone and everything, but we have, we can't thank you enough for uh, for being on the show and, and definitely congratulations. I mean, I mean, you need to be in the Hall of Fame with all the things you've done. I mean, you've you've you started out as track promoters, PR guy, president Talladega, and done all this stuff, and and you've you've really held this thing together. And uh, I think we had a pretty exciting season with with the new car. And uh, definitely some of the stuff that happened draws a lot of attention. Uh, for one thing, Chastain running uh, three and four wide open at Martinsville. I, that, was, <laughs> that, that was definitely something. And uh, I don't know if y'all are going to address it or, or whatever, but that was a good move. Well, it, it, it certainly caught a lot of people by surprise, and I've always told the younger folks as they come along that all the millions of miles we've raced and all the racetracks we've gone to and all the laps that we put in, just be ready because we're going to see something that we are going to be surprised and, and 
talked by, and I think that move by Chastain and Martinsville was one of those things. Yeah, it was it, it was something uh, it was something incredible, and it drawed a, a tremendous amount of interest because nobody knows you could do that. But I think that's a tribute <laughs> to the fact that maybe these cars drive a lot better as the drivers adjust to them than what they think. And and I know they've caught some flack about uh, maybe they might be too stiff or, or this that and whatever, but. Really, as far as the cars being stock cars, in my opinion, uh, they're stocker now than they, than they were probably since the late 50s. Yeah, and I, I think we were hanging on to older technology for a long period of time, which was okay. Um, but it was time for us to kind of reset the, the mark, if you will. And it uh, was a pretty bold move, and, and Jim France encouraged us to figure out how to do it and John Probst and, and Brandon Thomas and uh, the folks that work under Steve O'Donnell and Bing Kennedy at the R&D Center really put together a, a strong effort for two or three years, and COVID slowed us down a little bit. But in, in today's world of, of getting a race car at the at the premier level of NASCAR racing from absolute, absolute clean sheet of paper all the way to to the racetrack so when we started in la we we was we, we had a pretty good idea and everything on paper and on the computers told us these things were going to work and but once we unveiled them in la and then came back to daytona and the season was off and running you know of course there's things that we've learned along the way that we'll continue to tweak and work on but for the most part, I think the racing at the cup level in 2022 was some of the best racing I've seen in my career. Well, I mean, you, you had, was it 19 or did it end up 20 different winners? I mean, that's unprecedented. And uh, and what a great way to go into NASCAR's 75th anniversary, which is coming up next year. And I know y'all have a lot of a lot, a lot of things planned for that. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a big year, and it's hard to believe we're 75 years into this, and most everybody in this conversation we're having remember our 50th, and I don't know what happened these last 25 years. <laughs> really? We're here already. And and, and to step step back and reflect and think about that, that's that's pretty amazing. And, and I think we, to your point, we do have a lot to celebrate, and the whole industry and everybody in it well, has well, a tremendous amount to celebrate. Well, but look at what, what you guys – what you guys have coming up? You're gonna you're gonna run the clash uh, at, in the Coliseum again at Los Angeles at night this time. You're bringing back uh, North Wilkesboro. You got a street race in Chicago with well, the North Wilkesboro for the for the um, the All Star race, and then a, a street race in Chicago. I mean, you guys, somebody's thinking outside the box 24 hours a day at, uh, down there. Well, and that's kind of what got us started in 1947. So. That's the beauty of, of having the experience that the France family has got and has passed on to others along the way since its beginning. But Ben Kennedy is, is, uh, he's, he's fourth generation France family and, and he's the one that, that stirs all this up and comes in and lays down ideas and thoughts that are kind of out of the box. Not kind of, they are out of the way box. Way out of it. <laughs> particularly, particularly for an old guy like me, but. But it's 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 obvious that in today's world to keep up um, with with other forms of sports entertainment and and to keep the interest 
that we have to mix it up a little bit, and he's come up with a good a good list of things that we can mix it up with. And, and you know, everybody was scratching their head on the L.A. Coliseum until we got out there, and it made all the sense in the world. And I know a lot of people are scratching their head about the Chicago street race. And, I can't wait for that. But I've, I've seen his thoughts and plans, and, you know, we've all sat around and talked about the ideas of what that's going to be like and some of the conversations with the city of Chicago and the different disciplines up there that that'll come together to make this work right. And it's, it's that that's truly going to be an amazing event. And then going back to Wilkesboro, like you said, yeah. with the all-star race, uh, I know they've got a lot of work to do to dress up the old girl, but it's going to, for, for us older fans that, that race there and maybe went out and talked about it to generations of fans that, didn't get a chance to see it in person. I think this is a big opportunity for the sport. Well, you're not too old. You're only a year younger than me. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I spent five years in Chicago when I was in the Secret Service, and I don't know how many times I drove along that lakefront planning speedway. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't thinking stock car. I got to admit I was thinking IndyCar or Formula One, but there's a, it's, I can't wait to see it. It's going to be terrific. It is. Yeah, Mike. One of the most things that impresses me, and and me and you've seen it over over the years, time and time again, uh, is how NASCAR. You know, we, we had to. Everybody had to step back with with the COVID thing, and uh, which they, they're getting a handle on. But NASCAR is so versatile. It seems like that even through the hardest times. Remember, we had the gas crisis and some other things. But NASCAR always of all sports seems to always come through with flying colors that they just do it's a formula like i say they must they developed it in 47 or 49 or whenever it was but uh y'all really do a good job and uh, people are still watching it and and bragging on it and thinking about it it's still the most elite in my opinion racing in the world well i appreciate you saying that and it is you know, we've we as a group, and not not just the people that may be employed by NASCAR, but in the garage areas and as race teams, and the and the commercial relationships we have with different uh, very successful companies and everything, we 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 all kind of band together to make our form of racing work for everybody, but particularly for the fan that that supports it and and makes it make sense for everybody else and. When we were in that that pandemic era, and, and we're wide open, and then we shut down, and the whole the whole country shuts down, and you're sitting around looking at each other and saying, "Oh, you know, what what happens next?" And nobody really knew what was going to happen next because every day there was a different press conference with a different set of statistics that said that you know this is this is bad stuff. So, but when we when we had the opportunity to start putting the pieces back together for the NASCAR community, at least it, it came with a lot of, of, uh, steps to it. And a lot of different, uh, moments that had to be, that taught us all a, a lot. And then we had a lot of new employees that, that might not have been through the gas crisis and, and, and some of the other issues that we've had to, um, keep NASCAR glued together through. But, when you looked at the pandemic and and it was it was a national issue 
but it was driven very significantly by state governments as well. And we're sitting there, and North Carolina won't let the race teams go to the shop to work on the cars. And and Florida said, well, we'd like for you to, we're okay with you going back to racing as long as you don't have fans. And you show us a good set of protocols that tell us you're going to take care of your athletes and your crew members and and well if you can't if you can't work on the cars in north carolina you're not going to be able to get them to to florida to put on a race so uh governor mcmaster stepped in and said well you know you can come to south carolina and well that was going to be easy to go from from the the hotbed there to of the shops and everything to, to to arlington to run races and but then we had to work with the state of North Carolina and the health department and the county groups to say, look, you know, if these if these teams follow this protocol, can they go work on their car and get it ready and then bring it to Darlington across the state line? And, and they they acquiesced to that. And so we got the ball running again. But when you when you think about all those parts and pieces and the protocols that we had to put in place and the awkwardness of of running that first race in Darlington. On top of Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company, uh, who, you know, was was caught up in the same pandemic everybody else was, and and a minimal amount of labor force, and only working on the essential parts and pieces and everything, having them be able to keep up with us as we were shucking and jiving, trying to trying to find the location and the timing and all the different moving parts and pieces that. That that it was would that it took to put this put the schedule back together and and Jim France and Lisa Kennedy's mission was to run every event that we had on the twenty schedule and get caught up enough to where the playoff events are run as they were planned to be run. Keep everybody safe. Um, we're not going to be able to put people in the grandstands immediately, but we we need to get back to racing and and have a protocol in place to where we can do that safely. That puts us back on Fox and and eventually NBC. Um, so and they were looking for content because again the whole world was kind of stopped. And so we gradually figured out how to get our form of sports entertainment back up and running. Uh, through all the complications, and that's just that's just good hard work by a lot of people. I mean, that's there was no magic wand or nothing. That that's just the the desire and the and the wherewithal to people sit around a table and say, yeah, we can do this and we can skip that, and yes, we can do this, and yes, we can follow this protocol, and and then NASCAR putting into place the the mechanics of all that so that when a competitor showed up the racetrack, they were cleared. Uh, and and we came through and and all the concerns and worries from the outside about us being a, a, a an event or something that, that spread the spread to COVID never never happened. Now we had COVID come and go because of other contacts and 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 those participants had to sit out until they. But but we 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 were able to put the parts and pieces back together. And then eventually include fans. By the time we put the Miami race on, uh, we brought a, a thousand military uh, family members and, and, and military members and 
gave them access to the facility so that we could learn how to start incorporating fans back into the grandstand. And then Talladega, we bumped it up a little bit more. And as time went on, you know, the, the world started figuring out how to come back together. But, you know, it's just the tenacity of and the and the, the the drive that this industry has always had. And, and all of you have all been part of it, so you know what I'm talking about, the, to get it done and to figure it out. And, and that's that's what we did in 2020. Well, you know, it, it, it's no secret that NASCAR pretty much uh... – Showed everybody else how to do it. I mean, NASCAR was the first uh, the first major sport that came back, and people didn't have to watch uh, Japanese baseball for their entertainment, you know, because that's about all you had there for a while. And it was NASCAR that led the way, and that's uh, maybe that's how you got the landmark award, Mike, because you're uh, all you guys uh, put your heads together and, and and took care of the situation and got it done. Well, but but I would tell you, Steve Phelps, Steve O'Donnell, Ben Kennedy, Lisa Kennedy, Jim Prince, and there is so many other people uh, that that make decisions now for NASCAR that that um, that played a role and and are the thinkers of today. I'm just I'm very proud and honored to still be part of this sport uh, and still working with the France family and all the new people in the NASCAR decision making process and. The officials and the the, the the marketing folks and everybody in our company that make this sport work and um, that that will go down as a remarkable time when we celebrate our 75th. It's going to be about 75 years of NASCAR history and tradition and fun and and entertainment. And I suspect there'll be that that moment we talk about 2020 and how we got through it, but. 100 years anniversary, 25 more years from now, the, I bet the, the, the conversation around 2020 and, and the, in our whole country or the whole world, really, but, but when it gets close to home, it means more. And so in our country and in our industry, uh, that'll be talked about and how NASCAR was able to, to keep, keep things moving. Mike, I, I had a, whole bunch of questions i wanted to ask you but believe it or not um we're out we're out of time for this I, you know I, I i've got to ask you one thing that i always ask you i mean i wanted to talk about Le Mans, i wanted to talk about bubba wallace i want to talk about a lot of things but i always ask you i think at the end of every one of our conversations any chance of getting another make uh of car you know on the track i know it sounds to me like it, there was something going on with uh Dodge or Chrysler or something there for a during the year is, is any anything bubbling under the surface? You can feel free to make a big announcement on our show if you'd like to. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I can only tell you that we continue to work and and have interest. Uh, one of the one of the uh, really good things about our industry under the NASCAR umbrella and the IMSA brand and and the other brands of motorsports that we have, we can have dialogues with people that cross the cross the line, so to speak, from one series to the other. And and naturally, on the IMSA side, when you look at the global cars uh, industry that competes in that, and they rub elbows with the NASCAR content or the NASCAR programs and everything, they like asking questions, and we certainly encourage them to ask those questions. So we keep those doors open and have dialogues along the way. Uh, 
there's there's nothing that will happen in 2023 i'll tell you that but um but i I think we keep that conversation open because the world is just getting so much smaller in so many different ways and particularly in the automotive industry and and i i think if this this next gen car that we've got now that gives uh, a new car owner or a new manufacturer the opportunity to get into the sport and have those hurdles kind of cleared from having to figure out how to develop a race car from the ground up to be competitive. So then now you've got the the motor under the hood. The engine is the biggest conversation when you talk to other manufacturers. So we keep talking. We keep plugging along. This Garage 56 program in Le Mans in 23 is is about taking this next-gen chassis, going back and celebrating a moment in our history where Bill France Sr. took uh, some of the NASCAR Cup cars over. Um, we're hoping that Ursula McGriff goes back with us. Oh, man. Uh, he was one of the drivers that, that drove in that, that event. Yep. And and so... Dick Brooks from Spartanburg. Dick, Dick Brooks from Spartanburg with Junie Donlevy. Yes, sir. The, uh, but the... The, the, this effort is to celebrate uh, what we think the NASCAR program is, and it can hold its own for 24 hours in today's world in a global event like Le Mans is. And that Garage 56 program that they've got where they always let something exceptional or unique in, uh, the application for it has been received, and uh, and we're ready. We're, we're putting parts and pieces ready to go, and and participate, and that's going to give us an opportunity to show a, a NASCAR Cup car in that kind of a platform, which I think will be uh, a, a big milestone for us. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And I, I hate we thank you for coming on. And I know it, it, y'all do such a great job of adjustability and, and this sort of things. And, and I think a lot of people didn't know just what all you had to go through into twenty. And y'all just keep up the good work because people people are still watching and liking it. Uh, we'd like to see another manufacturer. I, I wish you turn the motors a little bit loose. You don't let people start building their own engines. Maybe that'd give me something to do. But uh, but y'all, other than that, yeah, yeah, everything's great. I'm determined I, to get a Spartanburg BMW on the track. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be a good. That'd be that'd be a good fit. Spartanburg and a BMW. That's right. They make them right out here on I-85. Mike, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. We do a a little Veterans Day thing, and I got an interview with Bud Moore coming up that we're going to play next. It's about twenty oh, minutes. It's about twenty minutes long, so I'm get, I got to make sure I have time to squeeze it in. But thank you so much, and hopefully we'll talk to you in February. Hope so too, and thanks for the opportunity. I hope all the fans have a great holiday, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and uh, 2023 is going to be a fun fun calendar to watch unfold. So thank you all. Thank you, Mike. Thank you so much. We appreciate you coming on as always. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. That's Mike Helton. Uh, we're not going to have time to do your daddy if I don't. He, oh. did, he did a he did a soliloquy there of about 10 minutes on COVID that we actually did a couple of years ago. But but that was but it's so interesting to talk to him. Right. I mean, and, and it's great. But, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to hear the interview with, with, that you done with daddy and it is good and it's veterans day and well if we don't quit talking we won't have time to do it so well, let's uh, take a break and you're listening to start your engines on fox sports spartanburg 
Start Your Engines will be back after this quick pit stop on Fox Sports 1498.3 FM. Big selection. All great. Better deals. Come and get it at Inpex Pre-Owned on Asheville Highway. No payment for 45 or even the first 90 days at Inpex Pre-Owned. Come check out the best selection of pre-owned vehicles and test drive your next ride today. Ask about our first-time buyer's program. Hurry on over to Inpex Pre-Owned. 8989 Asheville Highway in Boiling Springs. We can get you driving no matter what. You already know Palmetto Spirits is the place to go for wine, fine bourbons, and home bar essentials. But Palmetto Spirits is also the perfect place to pick up your favorite local craft brews like RJ Rockers, crowd-pleasing Budweiser brands, and world-famous imports like Stella Artois, Modelo, and Corona. Whether you're in search of the ideal wine pairing or the ideal gift, Jim and the staff at Palmetto Spirits will get it in your hands. Palmetto Spirits, located at the corner of Reedville and Anderson Mill Roads. There's something special happening year-round in the city of Spartanburg, including a variety of seasonal events and festivals. Downtown Spartanburg offers several great options for retail shopping, as well as a great selection of restaurants and bars where you can have the fish and chips at Delaney's Irish Pub, you can try something off the new menu at RJ Rockers, or even catch a game with friends at Main Street Pub. If you're looking for something family-friendly, check out the Music Trail or the Sparkle City Mini Putt, which is always free to play. For more information on upcoming events, check out the city's Facebook page. The City of Spartanburg, always doing. Spartan Waste is putting trash in its place in Spartanburg County. Spartan Waste is your locally owned trash collection company keeping your community clean. Do your part by visiting spartan-waste.com to make sure your trash is picked up on time every time. And when we say Spartan Waste is locally owned, we mean the owners, Mark Nelson and Mark Mullen, are on the job every day, keeping the Spartanburg community where they work and live clean for their families and yours. Keep it clean with Spartan Waste. Make Phillips and Long Fuel Chesney your source for propane in Spartanburg County. They offer propane for hot water heaters, cooking, and heat. They can fill your grill tank and get you ready for grilling season. Not only do they sell propane, but they sell a large variety of propane accessories such as grill tanks and other appliances that run on propane. If your propane tank is running low, call and they'll have it filled within one business day. Call them at 864-461-8511. That's Phillips and Long Fuel. Located at 421 South Alabama Avenue in Chesney. Image Printing is the only shop in the upstate that prints signage, decals, banners, t-shirts, wide format printing, full color paper printing, and offers graphic design services all in-house. And now Image Printing is offering custom t-shirts with no minimum quantity. That's right. Image Printing now offers direct-to-garment printing, which means you can get your design printed on a t-shirt whether you want one or 1,000. Visit Image Printing at 845 California Ave across the street from the Spartanburg County Detention Center. Call 864-583-8848. And welcome back to Start Your Engines, and we are getting tight on time. I want to play this uh, for all of our veterans. It's great to hear. I just love hearing Bud Moore's voice again and tell this story from, uh, oh, I think he told me this about 2015, sitting in his sitting in his kitchen. So uh, uh, other than Bud rubbing his hand on the counter and tapping it, it's sort of a little bit of interference there. But let's get on with it. It's about 15 minutes long, and this is Bud Moore talking about he and his Jeep driver capturing the headquarters there um, and a whole bunch of German soldiers. 
Finally fought ourselves through the Zigbee line and had all kind of problems with them pillboxes, knocking one of them pillboxes out. One of our tanks and that couldn't even budge one of them. The only thing would knock one of them out is bring an eight-inch howler artillery piece mm -hmm. up there and it had to be about 200 yards and it'd blow the top off of it. But it took a while to ever find out exactly what, what would do it. At this point, have you been injured yet? Had you been shot? Oh, I've done been, yeah, I've well, been hit several times with shrapnel. Well, if you don't mind, I'd like to hear about that. If it's not, if well, it's something I you don't want to talk about, don't well, talk I, about well, it. Well, I don't want to talk about it. I ain't talking, telling you about how many guys we lost and all that kind of, I don't want to bring all that up. Okay. But anyway, I'd, I'd already been hit with artillery and uh, shrapnel and all. Now, you got five Purple Hearts, right? Yeah. Well, when did you get the first one? I don't remember when I got the first one. See, you, the artillery shells start falling and they have them air burst over you and all this stuff and you get hit with shrapnel and pieces of shrapnel and all this stuff. And they send you back. The, 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 uh, the medic would come, you know, and he'd send you back to the, the rear end to the, the uh, field hospital. And you go down there and they'd pick that shrapnel out of you. Then if they had to cut a little bit to get it out and deaden it a little bit, they'd do that. Then they put that on, they may put a stitch in it, but they put that old red methylate on it and put a Band-Aid on it. <laughs> and a couple of three times, you know, I got hit. And I said, well, I'll be up the front lines for a few days. <laughs> Shit, I went back over a couple of three hours and they sent you right back. <laughs> but uh, where did you get hit? If I you can got, tell me. I got hit all over. I can show you places on me. I got hit several places, all over places, all over. When you when one of them shells bust and all and uh it ain't only, you know, that uh the shrapnel from the shells you get pieces of rock and wood and whatever else make it. Mm -hmm. But I was lucky as on the front lines over nine months without being evacuated. And, uh, but anyway, <clears throat> we we were getting relieved. Well, then let me go ahead and just see this deal. Anyway, we after we got back fighting through the Zigbee line, we got through, and we, we just made the Moselle River crossing. And that's when Romeo raised hell up there and passed on. Well, Patton pulled us back across the Moselle. And he we got back and he had us he stand up on the courthouse steps in this little old town. He had a megaphone, he was briefing us. And he says, Boys, we gotta go up to the town called Baston. It's ninety miles away. We gotta go up there and get the hundred and first airborne out they all surrounded up there and he said Romeo's kicking the hell out of him he said we got to go up there and get him out and he said we're going to leave here in 45 minutes going to kill every son of a bitch on the way and we did so it's already snow on the ground about 10 or 12 inches and it was cold as hell so we started hiking so we, we hiked all night and they say we went 25, 20, 25 miles that night. 
was waiting on the tax division to come by. Here come the tanks. We climbed aboard the tanks and we went to Bastion. And we went to Burn got them out. And uh, that was General McAuliffe. General McAuliffe was he was the one that said nuts when they asked him to surrender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we went up there and got them out, and then uh, we turned back and uh, got them really running into Germany then. Got things really working up. And uh, we went the rest of the way across Germany. And uh, when the war was over, I was 12 miles out of Pilsen, Czechoslovakia. And on May the 2nd, we met the Russians right out of Pilsen, Czechoslovakia. And they come down the war was over May the 8th. Now, when did you uh, uh, capture the headquarters? <clears throat> I know that story's been told, but I, 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 I Well, this it, all happened it, uh, after... after uh, I'd like to hear it again. This all happened after Bastogne, and we were crossing Germany, and we were taking this towns, and we had this objective up in front of us there and that town right there in front of us about a mile and uh, I was sitting there with the, in the jeep with the jeep driver and uh, the lieutenant said to me said boy we're going to miss it you and the, you take the jeep driver and he handed me a map and said y'all go up this road here and go across the hill up there and said come on over in town he said we'll be there by then so we left on this road we left up this dirt road and when I saw the hill near with the house sitting on the left, and I seen a German soldier run out of it. So I started firing, and I had a water air-cooled machine gun mounted on the dash of that jeep. I started firing into that house <clears throat> windows, and I was in the tracer, and I set the house on fire. So here come two more soldiers coming in out there. Well, one of them didn't know his hands up. The other, he went on across the field. And I think one of our guys got him, but he probably got killed. I'm not sure. Anyway, we set him on the hood that Jeep was going on up the road. We get on top of this hill. You know, we're supposed to make a right-hand turn. We didn't. We went straight on. So we're going And you got this German guy on the hood of the Jeep? He was sitting on the front of the Jeep. Anyway. So instead of us making that right turn, we went straight on, and just as we got on over a little ways further, we got, I'd say, another three or four, five hundred yards. Here was a concrete, sort of a concrete block building. And uh, first thing you know, we got a, somebody started shooting it up. And I seen this building, so I, I was, got down on my knees behind the jeep and I still had the gun on the dash and I was firing all in the windows and all in that concrete blockhouse. So finally, I told this the jeep driver he could talk a little German. I said, let's get him going there and tell him if you don't get out of we're going to pull a tank up here and blow that whole damn building. So we sent this German soldier up there and uh, he left, went up there. And uh, I said, we told him, said, you're going to be the first one dead if you don't get them out of So he goes up there in about two or three minutes. He comes back out and waving a flag. So about that time, you know, I couldn't believe it. Here comes about 15 
so listed me and five German officers come walking out there. Come walking out. So we made them drop their belts and all this stuff, you know, and their guns. So we, we knew then, I got to look at Matt, we done went too far, so we, we took and headed them back down to the turn the Jeep around. We marched them back down. We got down and we made our turn. They didn't try to run away or anything? No. No, I had the machine gun sitting there. No, I know you did. <laughs> they ain't going to run away. <laughs> so they had you outnumbered at one time. Oh, yeah. There's 15, uh, there was five, there's four or five German officers, and there's, I know there's 15 enlisted men. So anyway, if we we made a march back, and we going down there, and we finally got on the right road going back in this, over this little town. So we marched them over there. And <laughs> We got around and the lieutenant, my lieutenant said, boy, what in the hell was going on over there? I said, we was fighting a damn war. Y'all wasn't fighting. He <laughs> said, where'd all these come from? I said, these is who we had problems with over there. <laughs> so anyway, I said, now, what are you going to do with them? I said, I'm, y'all got them now. I don't want them no more. <laughs> yeah, that was something else. Greg, what was you? Telling me about the getting blown up in the in the jeep or something. Well, oh, that was this was after I had got to see. I got I got I got this was this was all happening for February twenty second. On February twenty second, see the the deal with with going to get them out of Bastogne and all this was Christmas time. Okay, forty forty four. Right. So. Anyway, we done got them out of Bastogne. Then we were getting relieved by the 5th Infantry Division. And we were still we were still on this side of the Rhine River. Anyway, we were getting relieved by the 5th Infantry Division. And uh, I got shot by a machine gun. I guess it was a machine gun. I got shot through the hip. Okay. And that's when I went to the hospital the first time. And they, they finally, uh, I went to the Fortis General Hospital in Paris. So they, she, I got pretty well well and all this stuff. So what that, hospital did you, did you say the name? Fortis General. Oh, Fortis. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so they, after I got out of the hospital, they sent me back to my unit. So I get back. How long was that? Did you did you say? I got back out of the hospital and I joined my unit back with like April second. But I mean, how, how long was that a hospital? How long was your, your stay in the hospital? From February twenty second to April second. April first, April second. Pretty close to a month and a half. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, we get back. There wasn't no such thing as a ticket home, huh? No. Okay. But see, the problem was, was I, myself and my company commander was the only two that's left out of the regiment. They hit the beach June the 6th. It hadn't been evacuated, wounded or evacuated. We were supposed to come to the States on a 90-day rotation furlough on March 1st. <clears throat> well, I got wounded. So he put it in my papers for me to be sent back to the States, but somehow or another they got lost. Anyway, the company commander did go back to the States on our 90-day program. But anyway, so when I got back to the, my platoon, my, see, I had been promoted from out of the first gunnery 
several months prior to that. So I was an intimate non-com. I put the guns in position and put them in action whenever they called for it. Anyway, I well, what did you say? What kind of non-com? I was an instrument. Instrument. Yeah. Okay. I was a corporal. Okay. Anyway, so the my lieutenant, I stayed with. I had to be everywhere the lieutenant went. Our first platoon, which was first lieutenant, he everywhere he went, I had to go. Mm -hmm. So we were in this jeep in this German hospital yard. We pulled up in this German hospital yard. About that time, the Germans had it zeroed in. They throwing all that artillery and they blow that damn jeep slam out under us. And uh, I got all splattered up again and all that kind of stuff. So you just, just got out of the hospital and yeah. got hit again. The uh, the lieutenant he got splattered up and the jeep driver got hurt the worst. He got a couple of pretty bad places in the stomach. But anyway, we went back to the aid station again. <laughs> and they took the shrapnel out of me and the lieutenant, put the methylate on, sent our bus back. <clears throat> but it wasn't long after that, uh, the way that things was and how uh, the Germans knew that uh, they were gone. And uh, as far as resistance things got real black. But they knew they were gone, you mean they knew they were whipped? Yeah. And they were they were they were surrendering everything yeah, the whole time and the rest way across Germany and all this kind of stuff. And that's like I say when I got to uh, we met the Russians on May the second, out of right out of Pilsen, from Czechoslovakia. And the war was over May the eighth. And we was in this little town over there called Nighton. Uh, that wasn't the name of it. Oh, yeah, I think of the name of it. Anyway, uh, Wyden, I believe, was the name of the town here. Wyden? Anyway, we was there then uh, on occupation. The little old town about the size of Capians over there. I had about three or four thousand people over there. And this was about 25 or 30 miles back into the, into Germany. But we stayed there till word come down that they was going to start sending guys back to the state to be discharged. And that's, uh, it goes on. I, I'm, I'm glad I've got all those tapes, you know, hours and hours of talking to Bud Moore and, uh, and a lot about the war. But he's, uh, he was a remarkable man, uh, my hero, and, uh, just, uh, can't think of anybody more fitting, especially in this area, to represent uh, Start Your Engines and talk about the war as uh, as having Greg's daddy, Bud Moore, on there. And Greg, uh, uh, just a great man your dad was, and we are, we are going to play that every year as long as we do this show. Well, I, I sort of appreciate it, and uh, I wish I could have just been a half of a factor that, that, that he was with the country and all the racing and everything. And it, uh, I don't know what to say, but that, that Perry did get a very good interview. And, uh, well, it's just a tribute to all of our veterans as far as I'm concerned, because we can't thank them, uh, sufficiently no matter what we do. But my father, my brother, my son, and 
thousands and millions of other veterans. Thank you so much for your service. And uh, we're going to take a break and come back and wrap this thing up. I have about an hour's worth of stuff to get into 10 minutes, and I'm not going to make it. So let's take a break. We'll come back. You're listening to Start Your Engines on Fox Sports Spartanburg. Get in the game. It's fall savings time, and your countdown to kickoff starts now at Greer Nissan. Tackle a brand new Nissan Sentra for a low 221 a month. Score big in a new Nissan Altima, now just 283 a month. Run away in a brand new 2023 Nissan Rogue, only 330 a month. Or low 1.9% financing is available at Greer Nissan. Get more for your trade. Low prices, big selection, and committed to quality customer service. Kick off your savings at Greer Nissan. Call 864-479-1197 for details. Business owners, have product or material you need moved, shipped, stored? Upstate Logistics in Spartanburg has the expertise in transportation and warehousing you're looking for in Spartanburg County and beyond. For over a decade, Upstate Logistics has provided businesses with storage and logistics services, including inbound and outbound rail shipments. Upstate Logistics, proud to be a part of our community, serving Spartanburg County and beyond since 2005. Upstate Logistics, keeping your business and inventory moving forward. To find out more, visit UpstateLogistics.com. That's UpstateLogistics.com. Speedy Lube in Inman says to save time is to lengthen life for you and your car. Let Speedy Lube Asheville Highway in Inman lengthen the life and performance of your vehicle. Speedy Lube offers professional ASC certified mechanical service for your car. Be it an oil change, AC work, tires, brakes, front end, or any type of major or minor repair. Trust Speedy Lube in Inman. Open weekdays from 8 till 6. For fast, fair, and friendly service, visit Speedy Lube Asheville Highway in Inman. At Janney, your goals are our priority. When you work with Janney, it's about going beyond investing. It's about connecting your life and finances. When it comes to managing your wealth, you probably have plenty of questions and more than a little uncertainty. What you need is a plan built to connect your goals to your wealth. Financial advisor Trent Lancaster is here for you. Trent can build a tailored financial plan and make recommendations that are aligned with your best interests based on your unique needs, goals, and preferences. Conveniently located in the Spartanburg office, Trent can discuss how he can help you connect your life and finances. Contact him by calling 864-585-8282. That's 864-585-8282. Or visit TrentLancaster.com. Jannie Montgomery Scott, LLC, member FINRA, NYSE, and SIPC. River Falls Plantation, a Gary Player signature course, is open to the public. Membership opportunities are available, though, including family, corporate, and individual memberships. They offer a discounted membership for seniors over 60 and juniors under 30. But you heard me right. You don't have to be a member to play at the beautiful course at River Falls. Don't have time for a full 18? Why not nine for just $25 every Monday through Friday? Schedule your tee time today by calling 433-9192 or go online to riverfallsgolf.com. Pronex on Highway 9 in Bowling Springs is your one-stop shop for all your business branding needs. Whether you need logos, business cards, brochures, or banners, Prenex is the place to look. Prenex offers a large variety of professional printing for your business and everyday needs. Need invitations for special events? Call Prenex and get them done right. Copies, a notary, or need to send a fax? Yep, Prenex does that too. Prenex, 2510 Bowling Springs Road, Site B, providing quality customer service for whatever you need. Call them today, 599-7000. 
The Country Meat Center in Woodruff is well known for our great cuts of beef, pork, and chicken. But we're so much more than just a great butcher shop. We also offer locally grown produce, delicious cakes and pies, a fully stocked deli with boar's head meats and cheeses, seafood brought in fresh from Charleston, as well as a great selection of wild game like bison, ostrich, and kangaroo for the adventurous home chef. We are locally owned and operated and will be happy to fill all your grocery needs. Shop local at the Country Meat Center located at 10297 Highway 221, open 830 to 7, Monday through Saturday. Spartanburg's radio home for Gamecock football. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, WSPG Spartanburg. It's a beautiful day for the beach, or an afternoon hike, or perfecting your three-pointer at the park. Where you're spending your day may be up for debate, but stopping for an icy treat at McDonald's is not. Now try new Frozen Coke and Frozen Fanta Wild Cherry or Blue Raspberry. Get any size for just $1.69. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices of participation may vary. Limited time only cannot be combined with any other offer. Combo meal. Coca-Cola and Fanta are registered trademarks of the Coca-Cola Company. Welcome back to the final segment of Start Your Engines for 2022, and it's my pleasure to welcome to the show the guy that uh, actually, I guess you could say, makes all this happen for us, Ryan Delaney, who owns this joint. How you doing, Ryan? I'm good, Perry. Thanks for having me on. And uh, first of all, I want to thank all you guys for another great season of race shows for us, you there and Greg and Alan and Deb and Ronnie, who helps out a lot. So first of all, thanks to you guys and and it's truly an honor to be on this show with, you know, a couple giants of the industry and Mike Helton and Bud Moore and, and one giant of world history and Bud Moore. So that's yeah. a big honor. Yeah, we like to we like to always honor our veterans and, and the closest show to Veterans Day we uh we usually do that. So uh but no, I just wanted to thank you and give you a chance to um have a have a say in uh in our last show and we appreciate you and ryan clary and everybody that's responsible for uh i guess getting our sponsors and everything tyler sugar has done a lot of great things for this show getting us up yep. up and running down in darlington and uh um and and all the other mistakes i make when i push the wrong button <laughs> and i can see the cursor moving uh and he's straightening it out while i while i'm doing the show so uh we appreciate well, we appreciate all of you guys great. Yeah, well, no, that you guys, yeah, Tyler's been a, a huge help this season because, you know, by way of a recap, you know, mentioned in Darlington, we covered a lot of ground. You guys did the show down there, which was great. Uh, we had our team win the throwback contest at that race. Yep. Um, had a lot of great shows and interviews um, on y'all's Saturday show. Got a lot of racing in on our Wednesday show. Great appearances at Rockers, so thanks to RJ Rockers for everything they've done for us on the on the racing side, as well as just supporting um, the station in general. So, in hindsight, looking back, it was a hell of a year. Uh, Winning Daytona was pretty nice twice. Yeah, that won it once, and then won it again a week later. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely the highlight. So we all got to kind of participate in that pretty closely, the ups and downs of that, and that was. It was pretty special, and um, glad that that we could be a part of it. So it was it was super fun, and we had a great closeout of the season in Phoenix. Got to spend a little time out there, and um, 
I had not uh, had been to Phoenix, but not to a race there. So we closed that out this past weekend, spent a little extra time out there and enjoyed it. So um, just thanks to you guys for helping make the racing season uh, more enjoyable and exciting. I always like listening in on Saturday mornings if I'm on the way to the track or at the track or just hanging around the house. You guys do a great job, and I know you got a lot of a lot of good listeners out there. Well, we have a good time doing it, and I've always told Greg that when it wasn't fun anymore, we'd quit. And I guess we're still having fun, so uh, we're talking about doing it another year. So I'm going to let you go because we got like three and a half minutes before uh, before the season's over for us. And uh, appreciate you, you coming well, congratulations. on. Congratulations. On a good one. Thank you. Appreciate you coming. Well, I didn't know how many we'd do, but this ends the fifth year and, uh, and the 184th show. And I've got all of them, except I, I lost the one somewhere into the into the nether world that when we interviewed Steve Fuller. I can't find that one. But anyway, oh, yeah. anyway, thank you so much, Ryan. And uh, I hope I see you during the off season. Thank you, guys. Enjoyed it. All right. Thank you. That's Ryan Delaney that owns the radio station. And... Uh, Appreciate everything he did. Lanny, uh, appreciate everything you do for us. Uh, I know you have a few little problems this year, and um, but you, you did a great job of, uh, of covering us, uh, getting the Budmore website, keeping it up uh, up on the Internet, and doing our podcast. You and Ronnie sort of did a collaborative job of that this year. So uh, I got all these point standings to – read out and i'm not going to get to any of them but i will say that um there is a formula one race tomorrow on television and it will be at uh, 11 12 55 so call it one o'clock and that will be on abc from brazil that's the brazilian grand prix looking ahead the WeatherTech rolex sports car 24 hours of daytona will be on january 28th which is most notable as my 71st birthday <laughs> And uh, February, uh, Friday, February 17th will be the truck race at Daytona. Saturday, February the 18th will be the Xfinity race at Daytona. And Sunday, February 19th will be the Daytona 500. So I guess the Saturday before that will be February the 18th, the day of the Xfinity race. And I guess that's when we'll do our next show. So we got 13 weeks off, boys. Say bye. I'd like to thank everybody for listening in. And uh, you... uh. I tell you what, there's a whole bunch of them listening because of you, and we really appreciate what you do with the local results, and uh, and you're also a champion. We're going to take a picture of that trophy and get it on the website. Greg, you got about 10 seconds. I'm just thankful for our sponsors and the people that do listen to the show. We really enjoy doing this, and as long as people are listening, we'll, we'll, we'll keep doing it, and we'll keep trying to do harder every time and always have good guests, and this, to thank all the listeners. Well, you, you do the great job with the guests. i got three pages here, Greg. I was going to read off all the guests we've had, and there's no way I can cover it because we got 45 seconds left. Mike Helton twice, Bobby Labani, Johnny Rutherford, Jeremy Clements a couple of times, Bobby Allison, uh, Larry McReynolds, you name it, just about we had them on here. A um, couple of dialing backs. Linda Vaughn was always good. Dave Marcus, Ernie Elliott, Chuck Piazza. Neil Castle, Kyle Petty last week was fantastic. So uh, we just got a great show, and we appreciate everybody that listens to it. We will be back next year, the good Lord uh, willing, and have another exciting season. Mike Hill, I've got to thank Mike for all the times he's called in and texted us and 
given us great information and sent us pictures, and, and he's been a guest on the show several times. So thank you, Mike, for everything that you do. Get the 25T put together. Get it out on the track. Natalie, get our table ready. And for the rest of you, keep it between the fences. We'll see you in February. You've been listening to Start Your Engines. Tune in each Saturday morning at 10 during the season for the very latest in auto racing news, interviews, and guests from around the sport. To find out more or order Perry Allen Woods books on motorsports, visit McFarlandBooks.com. Start Your Engines has been a presentation of Fox Sports Spartanburg, LLC. All rights reserved. Download our app on your smartphone or mobile device. Fox Sports Spartanburg, 98.3 FM, 